we weren't like pushing our Trump flag per se. We were, you know, pushing all of our flags, but that that's what did it. And they, they isolated the Trump flag, our second amendment flags, our don't tread on me flags. And shockingly, they actually canceled our Christian cross flag. Amazing. They've also canceled about, I think five of our military flags, uh, our military tribute flags. So the, the what they canceled was a pretty good indication of you know their mindset they everything that kind of coincides with conservative values um they said we weren't allowed to sell on facebook anymore and then shopify deleted i mean it was our website that's who we launched with was we built our own website through shopify and uh they started sending us emails saying you we have removed this flag from your website it doesn't uh, agree with our community standards or some very vague wording like that i don't remember the exact wording but it was it, it was basically that uh we that that we were selling products that was against their community standards hey everybody this is dave markowitz your host and you are listening to the find freedom network podcast the show that will help you find freedom. We interview people who have left liberal cities to move to areas that align more with their conservative family values. We also discuss what freedom means to businesses and help them get noticed in this new parallel economy. So sit back and watch or listen. And don't forget to please subscribe to our channel so we can spread the word about what finding freedom really means. Hey everyone, it's Dave Markowitz here, part of the Find Freedom Network podcast show. And today I have the honor of interviewing what I call a true American hero, a fighter, James Stocky, like short and stocky as he likes to uh, say it so people pronounce it. Welcome to the show, James. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Oh, our pleasure. So I want to just get a little bit. So James and his wife, Ginger, they're the owners of Your American Flag Store. Their flags are 100% handcrafted, and it doesn't start, stop at the carpentry. It means that every single star, every letter, and all their artwork is painted by hand with a brush. Um, this is why they have the claim. Their claim is our flags are made from our hearts, from your home. James family and company have been canceled by big tech. And that's really what I want to get into talking about today before we start some other questions. But after receiving overwhelming support from multiple appearances on Newsmax and Fox News over the last two years, the public has made it clear the desire for them to celebrate uh, and, and to create an all documentary about their six-year-old son's Max American flag business idea being canceled by big tech. So this was their son's idea. And um, James, we'll get into that before we get into Max's idea. I want to, you, you have a similar story as I do, as we both escaped a liberal city or liberal state. And that's really what my show was started off. I call you a left UG, like I call anybody else that's left a liberal state on my show. People like to say refugees. I say left UGs because we left somewhere to go to freedom. So first question is what motivated you to leave the state of California? 
uh, multiple things, but um, before we started the business, we kind of had it that, you know, we were seeing the, the state go in a place that we really didn't like, but when we started making the American flags and taking them around to different venues to sell them, uh, the, we started pre COVID. So we were going to like rodeos and uh, music concerts and street fairs and uh, you know, any place that we could set up a booth and talk to people and get face to face and really show them our flag. We really felt that if we, if people could actually see our flag and touch it, they would be able to see what makes our flags a little bit different. So we would do that. And uh, the business did great. We would literally uh, go out on the weekends and sell the flags with the kids. And we went all over the, we, we went from uh, California down into Arizona, up to Nevada, all the way into South Dakota to Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, setting up a booth wow. and selling our flags. So it was a really cool adventure for our family. Um, and everywhere that we went, outside of california the response was just absolutely unbelievable they love the, the they love the quality of the flags they love the fact that all of everyone in our family played a part and that it was really a legitimate uh, you know family business but in our own home state at every just about every single place that we would go to sell them there'd be one or two people that would come up and yell and scream call us racist for making the American flag. One guy even spit at Ginger's feet. Um, wow. So we got, we got, that was when we really saw that California is just home to a bunch of nuts. So now that doesn't mean that they're not great people. There's a bunch of great people there. I mean, that we launched our business. We sold hundreds. I mean, actually thousands of flags to Californians. So they're there. It's just that we're so far outnumbered and we just knew that we weren't going to be able to expand and grow the business in the climate that California had. So um, one time when we we were at the National Rodeo Finals in Vegas and a gentleman and his wife came up to us and uh, loved the flag, had conversations with my kids, my wife, all of us. They have four kids. They wanted to buy four flags for all four, one flag for each one of their kids. Wow. And um, in that conversation, you know, I said, you know, you're not going to get a flag for your home. And he's like, nah, it's not really in the budget, but I want to get these four for my kids. So he was still spending a thousand dollars. It's just, you know, he was very, you know, he knew what his dollar amount was and he was going to stick to it. After he made the purchase, we started talking and he finally asked the big question, where are you guys from? And of course, I was like, well, don't cancel your order, but we're from California. And he was like, no, they don't make they don't make families like you in California. We got to talking more and we ended up spending probably about a good hour with this gentleman and his wife. And uh, after that conversation, he just told us about how the church is in, in Tennessee, how community is in the small towns and um Ginger and I fell in love with the idea at that point. You know, we, we only had that to really go on. What year was started, that? Do you remember? That was um, 2019. Were we in COVID at that point already? No, no. This was, this was about six months after we started the business. And COVID hit about at the two-year mark. Wow. About, about eight, 18 months into it. So after talking uh, with this couple... We knew that Tennessee was definitely an area that we we want to look into, so we started looking into it, looking at you know different areas of you know north, south, east, and west Tennessee, different counties, starting to trying to get acquainted with you know the different areas. And um, 
with what we needed, we needed to have a house for our family. My parents were going to move in on the property with us. So we needed a guest house for them. And then we needed a shop so we could grow our, so we could grow the business. So we had a, a, a kind of a tall order and we knew in California that you're never going to get, I mean, you'd be spending a million and a half, $2 million for a property like that. So we ended up finding a place in Tennessee. We would look for about a year. Wow. We found uh, the place that we're at now and uh, Ginger, Ginger came running in the our shop, which was just a second garage in California. And uh, she's like, I think I found it. I think I found it. And we looked at it. It was on, um, you know, one of the online sites. Right. Uh, and uh, I said, call the real estate agent, buy it. Let's get, that's the house. We hadn't seen it. We hadn't been there. We didn't know. We bought it sight unseen off the internet. And uh, Ginger was out here about a week later to check out the property. And uh, she fell in love with it. You know, we did the whole, uh, you know, the phones where she's walking around with it, right. showing me a little the, the video tour, virtual tour. What clients love doing as well. <laughs> yeah, and I I was sold through the virtual tour. So the first time I saw the house was when we drove up in a caravan with my wife driving her truck, me driving a wow. Penske truck, and my brother driving his uh, my my truck out here all of them loaded up the cool thing about this is that that cut cu that couple that we convinced us to move here on our way through tennessee they live just outside of memphis so we drove all the way across country and i always remembered that they had to in their budget to buy their four kids a flag but not them so as a gift to thank them for introducing us to tennessee we made them a flag uh, a custom flag with their name on it and while we were driving through Tennessee on our way here, we stopped with our caravan and I called him about 10 minutes before when I was about 10 minutes away from his house and said, Hey, can I stop by your house? I got a gift for or actually I said, Hey, can we meet up soon? And he said, sure. Uh, I'm going to be down in San Diego. Seeing my son. He's in the Navy. And I was like, well, I'm here. I'm 10 minutes away. So he said, yeah, come on over. You got the address. You mailed us the flag. So we headed over there. We gave him his flag. We gave him a hug and, uh, uh, we got back on, we, it was a quick 10 minute video, uh, 10 minute, uh, uh, visit. And, uh, we got back on the road and, uh, made our way here. That, and we've that's been a here. great been American, that's a great American story right there. First of all, I mean, that just shows you how things work in this country. Um, and, and people are still good, which I like to say, people are still good. It's finding the right people. Um, but that is a great story. How did this all get started? So you left, but you said you had already started the, the company. What inspired Max? Because Max is your, how old is Max, by the way, at this point? He's 11 now. Okay. So, Ma so, so as you guys don't know, Max is James and Ginger's son. And it was his inspiration and idea that started this, this great company. And I call it a movement at this point, actually, because as James' story unravels, he has developed a movement of other freedom-loving families and patriots around the country, and he'll get into it. But from this one, at that point, I think when he did, when he inspired you, he was what, six? Six years old, yep. So that that's really what America's about, this ingenuity of coming up with ideas and sparked a whole business. So tell us about how this whole thing started with Max, how he came to this idea, and give us a little, you know, a little story about that. Well, I guess the... To sum it up before I get into it, it's uh, as adults, we complicate everything. We make everything seem so 
you know, we want to put all of our experiences and, and every book we've read and everything that we've ever been taught into every decision we make. And it just shows you that we just clutter ourselves up and we can't think. So um, what happened was that I was a carpenter for pretty much my entire life. Uh, my wife has been an artist her whole life. And by our whole life, I mean, I was doing carpentry with my both my grandfathers when I was six, seven, maybe eight years old, going to job sites and that kind of thing. My wife has been drawing. Uh, when she was a little girl, she used to love to draw, to draw horses and uh, got very good at it. So we've, we've had that in us since our, since our childhood. So I was doing that as an in, independently for my wife. My wife was being an artist independently from me. We could not connect the two. We couldn't figure out how, what kind of a business could we make where I do my carpentry, you do your artwork and it's combined and we can work together and, uh, you know, wow. started our own family business because we tried to, you know, we're, we're putting all of this stuff in it and we made it too complicated. My son, I'm in the garage one night watching a UFC fight with four or five buddies. And uh, my son comes riding in on his bike and he says, dad, I got a, I got a business idea. Will you help me start it? And of course, I'm thinking like a lemonade stand or a paper <laughs> route or something, you know. And uh, he said, we say, yeah, sure. What, what, what's your idea? And um, he said, well, because sometimes when you're not working and you're waiting to go on to the next job, as you know, most tradesmen do, you know, it's kind of a, you know, you work your butt off for, you know, 12 weeks or something. Then you got a week or two gap between jobs or something. And Max noticed that. Sounds like also, real estate, James. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly right. A lot of jobs are like that. You know, it's, you know, you, you, you hustle, you hustle, and then you get a downtime. Right. So, um, Max would notice that and that he noticed that, you know, I'm always buying new tools, investing into my trade, but then sometimes those tools are just sitting there doing nothing Wow. and they're supposed to be making us money. So my, he also knows his mom is an artist. So he asked, he said, dad, in between jobs, why don't me and you make it American flags out of wood? And on mommy's days off, she can put patriotic artwork on it, like George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King. And he just starts rattling off all of these patriotic themes for flags. And I mean, he named probably six or seven of them right off the top of his head. So obviously he'd been thinking about it for a while. And uh, I look over at my buddies and all of them are just kind of all of us are just sitting there kind of stunned, like wait a minute, this is actually a really good idea. This yeah. could really work. I mean, it, it's perfect on my days off, you know, going to the shop, going to the garage, take out a couple tools, make a couple flags with Max. They can sit there for a week or two. And my wife has a free moment. She can, you know, spend an afternoon putting some artwork with our daughter. And uh, so that's how we initially saw the business just being a side thing that when we weren't out at our jobs, a way that we could get ahead in California. We were falling behind every month. We were renting a house, literally digging a hole on credit cards every single month. So we needed some other job that was very flexible. that could work around our current jobs and wouldn't interfere with those. So Max, man, he nailed it. He, he found a job that both of us could do on our, at our leisure. And um, the one thing that we didn't really, as perfect as it sounded right off the bat, we had no clue how much quality American flags with quality artwork on them would be in demand. So 
I put the, we, I think we made one flag in our first one. I live in, I, we lived in a place uh, called Valley Center, which has three Indian reservations surrounding it. So I grew up around Native Americans and I knew that if I put Sitting Bull on a flag, oh, wow. I could probably sell that thing like that day. Right. So the first few flags were Sitting Bull, Abraham Lincoln, and then We the People. Um, and if I back up for a minute, we were so broke at this time that when initially the next morning when Max had this idea, he was fired up. He came into the bedroom and said, Daddy, let's go. Let's make this flag. And I was like, oh, I don't think I have the wood here. Well, let's go buy it. And of course, that it was heartbreaking because we just didn't have the money to go right. buy the paint three gallons of paint, a box of screws and some wood to get, you know, a couple flags made, but we had a $50 gift card from Christmas. Wow. So we, we started the business on my son's little American dream and a $50 gift card. That's what started the business. When we made those first three flags, we posted them on social media and that same day, all three of them were sold and we had two more orders for more. Wow. We built those. So we built those two. We gave them to our friends. We asked our friends, hey, you know, post it on your social media. Ask your friends and family. Um, with those five flags, we sold about, I think, 22 or 23 flags. We put those ones out, asked the customers to do the same thing. And then we were quickly at 100 flags before, I mean, a month and a half, we were at 100 flags on order. And within three months, we were sitting there going, okay, we don't have the time. We either have to quit our jobs right. well, we got to figure something out because right. life life-changing decision right here we have something was, that we're working with we have something going was. now we figured it out let's what do we do yeah and that that was the that was the predicament it was a terrible it was an agonizing week or so that ginger and i spent saying i mean ginger at at her job she had like a 401k she had you know she had a and she had i think 16 years in at that time wow. Wow. so it was one of those things that do, does she stick it out for another four years? Do we put this idea off for four more years or what are we going to do? So um, it, it was a tough decision, but it, it was a lot easier when every morning we would go and look and there was three or four or five more orders. So at some point it really wasn't a decision. It was, we got to do this. Right. I mean, we got, and now people are sending us messages saying, Hey, I want to order two. I want to order three. My kid Christmas is coming up. So it, it, um, the company kind of forced the decision, which I'm glad that all happened. That usually and is then, the way it um, works too, by the way. Yeah. It, it, and the rest is really history within uh, about eight months, we had saved up enough money. We were now more or less out of debt and, uh, had saved up enough money for a down payment. Um, uh, we met that the family that at, in Vegas that uh, convinced us that Tennessee was a place that we needed to be. And uh, he promised that Tennesseans would not hold it against me that I was from California if I was making American flags. That that was my ticket in that everybody would just look past it. And um, after we moved here, we found out that some of our neighbors were like, wait a minute, some California people bought the house sight unseen. <laughs> oh, great. We're going to have some crazy liberal living next door. Wonderful. And then when they found out that we had a flag business, they were like, okay, all right. And two months after we, uh, or four months after we moved here, or actually it was about two months when they actually figured out that we were, you know, we were, we, we were conservative. We were Trump supporters and uh, we weren't like what they had come to realize what, you know, Californians were all about. 
um, they all came over and introduced themselves. They're unbelievably kind people. And then, then we, two months after that, we got canceled and our town, literally just a few neighbors that we have, they've been here their whole lives. And through them, they know everybody in town. So they started putting the word out that, Hey, this family that makes American flags is being canceled and big tech. And we just started getting more support locally from them. So we knew pretty quickly that we moved to the right state. What? So now you're talking about the cancellation purpose. And, and that's how folks, uh, if you guys don't know, that's how James and I met because we met through LinkedIn. James posted about being canceled. And I, like James, left a place where, you know, we felt our freedoms being taken away. And I thought, hey, that's not what's what I like as well. And I went out and tried to <clears throat> support James as much as I could with connections. And that's how we met. So what, what do you think motivated big tech to cancel you? What was their, you know, what was their play here? You're a small little guy. You're, you're not even, you're not, you're not like a fortune 500 company. You have no, you know, threat to them. Was it the flag? Was it Donald Trump? Cause it, you know, this is already why, why you were, while you were in Tennessee is when you were canceled. Correct. Correct. Okay. So what do you yeah, think we, motivated we were thriving them? in California? Right. What, what, what motivated them was, I mean, we know because they sent us a message about which flags they canceled. So we knew exactly why they canceled us. It was the Trump flag that set them off. Oh. Um, and we didn't even put at that time. We didn't. It was a customer who bought a Trump flag okay. and loved it and took a picture of it, put it on social media and tagged us. Now, we don't know if they if that's exactly how it happened but we weren't posting pictures of our trump flag because we didn't want to i mean while we're proud trump supporters we didn't want to um come out and, and kind of pigeonhole our business into you know what we wanted to make flags for everyone we don't right. we will make flags for anybody right. as long as it's a tasteful design if someone asks us to make it you know in some disrespectful way we absolutely would not do that but um so we weren't like pushing our trump flag per se we were you know pushing all of our flags but that that's what did it and they they isolated the trump flag our second amendment flags our don't tread on me flags and shockingly they actually canceled our christian cross flag amazing they've also canceled about i think five of our military flags uh, our military tribute flags so the the what they canceled was a pretty good indication of you know their mindset they everything that kind of coincides with conservative values um they said we weren't allowed to sell on facebook anymore and then shopify deleted i mean it was our website that's who we launched with was we built our own website through shopify and uh they started sending us emails saying you we have removed this flag from your website it doesn't uh, agree with our community standards or some very vague wording like that i don't remember the exact wording but it was it, it was basically that uh we that that we were selling products that was against their community standards so they just removed them they didn't they didn't take our website down they just took all the flags which are our best selling flags by the way off the website and said you're not allowed to sell these here 
They basically try Which is to a stop huge hit. They basically try to stop you and your wife from feeding your family. Is the way I look at it in the United States of what America. Happened? They were holding yep. the keys to the kingdom and taking away your freedom. Um, how did you respond to big tech trying to cancel you at that point? Because I know the story keeps going. But at that point, what was the decision? Once you saw, okay, what's going on here? Something is not, something's not right. They're doing something to us. How did you and your wife respond? And I know your wife is not a very political person because I've read about that in your bio. Um, so somebody lit a fire under her ass as well, as I like yeah. to say. So what was your, your response as a team there? Initially, we were just trying to figure out how we could work with these companies and resolve it. You know, we were trying to play nice, being respectful, trying to talk to their customer service, um, which is non-existent uh, with Shopify and, and Facebook. I mean, they, they email and they do all this stuff. But everything you get back is some auto-generated, you know, broad brush crap, basically. Um so that didn't work. PayPal, we actually did talk to their customer service people and they actually told us in these exact words, you have a shady business model and we don't wow. feel you're going to be in business very long. So we knew then and, and the customer service uh, agent's name was Scotty. He actually, my wife was dealing with them because she's much more calm and can handle that kind of stuff. But when, and she had them on speakerphone and I was sitting across the room and I could just see like just the energy leave her like what like what like what does that mean? What does that really mean? Does that mean that we really do or are they holding the money to make us go out of business? Mm. It sounded like a very clever threat to us that, right. hey, we're holding a hundred thousand dollars because we think you aren't going to be in business very long. And then obviously our question was, well, if you hold $100,000 from a small family business. Of course, it's not going to be business anymore. Yeah, we're going to go out of business for sure. Right. You're, you're, you're guaranteeing it. So luckily, uh, you know, we were able, I think the story, our story was very unique in that one, it was the idea of a six-year-old boy. And then the parents were crazy enough to go along with it. And then it worked. And then it gets canceled for patriotic artwork. So I think that we have a couple of very unique elements that the news was willing to pick it up. And I mean, we've been on all, I mean, more or less all the, we've been on Fox, we've been on Newsmax, we've been on Real American Voice, we've been on One American News. So all of those networks have been real supportive. At the top of that list is uh, Newsmax. And uh, actually one of the producers there has become a good friend. I mean, I, we, we love this guy. Like he is, when we, we, we're delivering a, a, a really, uh, uh, a really nice flag that costs about $10,000. It's a custom, highly custom flag, a wavy flag that's four feet tall, seven feet long, eight inches thick. Um, uh, we got to deliver it to New Hampshire. And when we go up there, we're going to uh, go have lunch with one of the producers, Lauren Emery. This guy is, man, I can't say enough about Newsmax. Newsmax is, and for them being canceled last week, man, you want to talk about making my blood boil all over again. Right. Because these guys, they, they, it's not a, if it bleeds, it leads news network. They called us, they got us on, they've got us on, I think six or seven times now to tell all the different various you know, changes in our story and the, the developments. But 
they'll sometimes call and just say, Hey, how's the family? How's things going? Sales good. You know, are you guys doing good? You know, business back on track. And it's not a matter of they need a story on their news or anything like that. They got plenty of stories. It's literally just to check up on us. So when I found out that Newsmax was canceled, um, I, I, man, I just don't understand what it, it seems to me that all of these companies that get canceled, you have more and more uh, platforms like Public Square uh, being developed that are uh, that are not really catering towards conservatives. I guess they are. But um, if you're patriotic, they want you on it. If you if you love America and you support free speech and um, are a patriot, they welcome you. We, and, we are in a in a parallel economy, as like as I like yeah. to say it right now. Michael Seifert, I've been following, and he's the founder of Public Square. If you guys don't know, I I started following them when they first launched, when their when their app was just having all these you know issues, and they just got they got it going, and he got the big break like you that people started hearing about him, and he's he's got a great great story as well. His company, if you mm -hmm. if. If you want to push your product to like-minded people, you have to look at Public Square. It's it's a you know it's a way to get your word out. There's another company just you know called Second Vote. And I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're no, also heard. another person that are on this great fight. And basically, what they are is they're a data research company. And let's say you go and you buy stuff at Target. I'm going to just use Target as an example. Well, when you purchase stuff at Target, a portion of your money goes to some kind of fund within Target, and they use that money to go and go to put it out for woke stuff. So like ESG, and they use a portion. So every time you're shopping at all these big places, do you really know where your money's going to? Well, they take a portion and they're supporting. So what this company's second vote did is they came up with all these analytics, and they if you go to their site, it's it's just incredible. You can type in any company right now. They're still building and they have a scale like from zero to five. And the scale tells you if they're a neutral company or all the way towards more towards conservative. And so this way you as a, as a patriot or whatever want to know that your money is not going to, let's say, Planned Parenthood. If you're going into a store, you, you know, you're not you don't want to give to Planned Parenthood. If that's not what your values are. If that's what it is, that's that's you. That's you know, we all agree to disagree, but it, they're teaching you where to help companies that have similar values. So again, it goes back to that parallel economy. So as you're saying that, there are now people getting up into the fight that want to help companies such as yourself that I don't think was there as of two years ago. And I think we're seeing the shift now um, because the country has become so divided. I think that we are now seeing people coming to help each other. So so people, companies, and, and small mom and pops like you, have some help to fight these big monsters because they're monsters. They're, they are, yep. they are really, really bad. And, um, you know, so when you talk about Newsmax, yes, I remember what happened last week uh, out here in Williamson County, where I am in Tennessee, we have a group of people that went and, and did, you know, send in the stuff to help Newsmax telling all our friends go and cancel, you know, direct TV. This is not right. So we totally get it. So we're here to help each other at this point, fight these monsters. Um, so I, I totally, you know, see what's going on with, you know, what's happening to you. Um, I want to know, so this is now, you, you started fighting Newsmax, Fox News, brought your story. So now the public wants to, you just put out a press release. 
your story yeah. is, is the real American dream. So you are in the process of doing a, is it a documentary? Is it a series? It's called Your American Family. Is that correct? Yeah, it's correct. Why don't you go into, I don't know if it's early in the game to talk about it, but I'll let you, you know, if you feel no, comfortable talk, about putting about it, it, it out there right now. I, I just got the press release and, and I appreciate that. So why don't you tell the, you know, tell the audience what this is all about. So um, over the course of the last two years at the various stages of us being canceled, it, it happened in about four different events, three big ones with Shopify, Facebook, and then PayPal. Okay. Um, uh, and also I, we wouldn't, obviously we wouldn't have been able to pull through if it wasn't for Newsmax and Fox news helping us out. But another key player in helping us out was Harmeet Dillon and the center for American Liberty. She came through and, uh, man that lady is something else you want to talk about a fighter she's awesome she's actually called me and uh basically just said look you focus on making flags i'm gonna focus on fighting for you wow. you don't need to worry about the whole big tech anything just get you get back to work doing what you do so uh harmeet's been making that fight for uh, or taking on that fight for us for a long time and uh, she's actually going to do, uh, I believe, I, uh, she's tentatively agreed to do a couple cameos in the documentary um, to kind of update the public on exactly where we're at with our lawsuit and to uh, give me some other legal advice that, uh, you know, I may or may not need going forward. So the documentary is going to, when we've got on the news, you know, the news, you know, it's a, it's a quick interview. So you, you have, you know, three to six minutes to kind of tell a part of the story. Right. It's not enough and time to all, get your story out. No. And all the ins and outs and everything. So when customers would call us after being on the news and finding out that, you know, PayPal did something or Facebook did something or Shopify did something. Um, when we would get into a lengthy conversation with them and explain to them that it's much deeper than just that, it's all, it's all of this other stuff. They'd hear the entire story and they'd be like, you know what, you guys need to, you guys need to have either a documentary or a reality show or a docu series or something to tell. If people knew all of the nuanced details about really what's going on, they one, they'd be outraged with these companies, and two, you know, they fall in love with your with your family. And at first, I was kind of like, I don't know about the whole. Yeah, you know, I, I think that we're just a regular family. I don't think that people would care too much. I think it's more that, you know, we, you know, our the flag is being canceled. Um, but we've been, I think they've changed our mind. I think that, you know, our story and, and Max, uh, I mean, he really does kind of suck an audience in. Um, so uh, the documentary is going to really do a deep dive into all the nuances that we haven't been able to talk about, how it really affected our family how it affects us, how it affected our kids. I mean, when you get, when, when you, when you and your wife are in a, a business together and you work 80 to hundred hours a week doing that and you're loving it. And then all of a sudden everything goes dark. You're, you're bickering at things, you, you know, it's no longer fun. It's not that it's not that it wasn't. It's just, there was so much, such a dark cloud over us that it was hard to, to focus on the joy that we had in this business. So what the, what the documentary is going to show is how it went from literally us having the American dream to Ginger and I being so stressed that our kids knew it. And then our kids started reacting to it. 
Um, it affects everything and all the way down to their schoolwork, friendships, our friendships with certain of our friends. Um, it, it bleeds into every single part of your life and literally starts to decay everything that you've built as a family, as a business. And um, I think when people uh, really see how it affects everything, they'll really get a better understanding of how much cancel culture affects the families and the businesses, not just the businesses, but the families, not just the families, the employees that work that, you know, we're working with us. They don't work here anymore because we couldn't afford to keep them. So they went on to have new, new jobs and that kind of thing. And these are patriotic people that they were one guy that worked for us, took a pay cut to work here. It was wow. during the COVID stuff his job that they, they were going to make him get the vaccine and he didn't want to do it. We said, we won't make you get the vaccine. So he came and worked here, took a big pay cut. And, uh, he, he worked here for a long time, but during this whole fight of the last two years, you know, he ended up, he ended up getting another job because, you know, we just could not keep afloat and pay him because, you know, we can't advertise anywhere. Right. So the documentary is going to touch on all of these stories, but, what it really highlights is that through the the frustration and the the all the hard the hardship that it caused ginger and i finally just said okay we have to we have to reclaim the joy we have to we have to focus on the joy of this if we can find the joy in this horrible time of our life then the good times are going to be that much better our, the victory that we're going to have at the end of this is going to, we need to, we need to focus on that. Let's not focus on the misery that we're in today. Let's focus on the joy that we're going to have in the victory. So we got on our knees one night at the end of our bed and prayed that God would help us find that joy that we have always had in this business. And um, we went to bed that day and that was the last day that we had that we felt the full impact of the misery. We find the joy, we found the joy in it, or it found us maybe. Um, but that prayer was absolutely answered. And then from that point on, we saw five or six little miracles that happened in our story that we're going to dive deep into in the documentary to really show that in your darkest times, if you can humble yourself and pray to God, he will deliver. So not only are we going to tell this our story about how uh, God really kind of saved our sanity, uh, right. but there's several customers out there that um, would call us. One customer called, didn't even want to buy a flag, just asked if he could pray with us over the phone. Wow. wow. So of course, we were like, yeah. So we're we actually sent him out a flag. Um We've had another uh, one, oh man, one cu customer, the last lease, um, we're going to go to their house. And uh, so what happened with the last lease was, this is probably the most tragic story of our thing, but it really shows you what makes us different. The last lease saw us on Newsmax, uh, loved the story, wanted to support us. So they bought a flag, uh, but they debated all day. The husband, I think, wanted the Don't Tread on Me. Miss Lastly wanted uh, the um, We the People, I believe, uh, or the Live Free or Die. And uh, But they couldn't make up their mind which flag they, they wanted to get. So at the end of the day, they saw us at 8 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning. 
on TV. And at eight o'clock at night, they made a purchase, nothing on the flag. They just got an old glory, like the flag behind me. That was their compromise. No artwork, just get the flag. So they bought that flag that night. The next morning, Miss Lastly woke up and Mr. Lastly had passed away. <gasps> wow. So yeah, it was, it was hard. So obviously we didn't know that then, but when I called Miss Lastly to tell her that, uh, hey, your flag is done. Where can we send it? She just, she started crying. Wow. And I said, okay, well, uh, I'm sorry. You know, it took a little bit longer than <laughs> uh, was expected, but um, I'm going to get this flag out to you. You know, where do you, you know, address is still the same. You know, can we send it out? And uh, a moment of silence there. And kind of, I just thought, honestly, at that minute, I just thought that she was frustrated with us because, wow. you know, it'd been two months since she got her flag. And, um, but she said, Hey, my, my husband had passed away the next morning. She told me the story I just told you. So wow. at that point we offer a very unique service where we do tribute flags, uh, or, you know, uh, flags for family members that want to pay tribute to someone that, that they lost. So we offered to upgrade her flag to that flag. So we made her a flag that he was a pastor mm. and, um, so we put his favorite Bible verse on the flag. We cut out a cross on it um, and we put a light behind the flag so that the light would shine through the cross. And um, they had also lost their five-year-old son. So we put his name and Mr. Lastly's name on it and made a beautiful flag that would uh, uh, pay tribute to Mrs. Lastly's loved ones. And we sent it to him. So Part of the show is that we're going to be going out to these families who have incredible flag stories. That's obviously, you know, that one was that one. That one's a hard one. It I think is. there's going to be a lot of tears in that, in that portion of the show. But we have tons of flags where there's really incredible stories behind the flags that we've made. So part of the documentary is going to be us literally going around the country, driving my wife and I are going to drive to these uh, customers' homes that have become friends, and we're going to sit down in their home and show uh, our audience the flag and hear the story that is behind that flag. So there's going to be – the show is more than about our story, more than just about the, how it affects the family and everything. It's really about how patriotic families, um, why they want a flag hanging in their home. And I think that's an important topic to to show people is that, you know, basically homes that uh, have a American flags waving in the front yard and an American flag displayed in the house. You're you're going to have kids that grow up who love this country and have good patriotic American values. And that's important. So that's where our motto came from our hearts for your home. We make these flags for the families and the businesses that really want to show uh, how much they love their country. And they want to show it to their kids. They want to show it to their family that come into their homes. They want to show it to the, the customers who come into their businesses when we do the patriotic business flags. And um, that's kind of become our mission in a way that get as many of these flags in as many homes and as many businesses as possible so that we can, you know, show the, the next generation that it's important to, to love our country and to understand what it stands for. Oh man, a hundred percent. When I moved out here to Tennessee, I was shocked by how many, and I've always, we've always flown our flag out front 
And I just was like, so many people had flags out here and coming from California, we started seeing the flags being taken away, literally. And yeah. I was just, you see so many, and it's a great, great thing to see in terms of being in the heartland, you know, this is God's country where we live. And um, it was a great thing. Um, regarding your show, now to do a production like this takes a lot of money. How are you funding? Do you need help with funding this this project? Are you doing anything where people can help you out? Because I mean, your 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 business is great, but you know, it still takes a lot of money and time. And can can people help fund this? How what what's going on? Tell me about that. Yeah, we, actually, this morning we just kicked off a Kickstarter campaign that okay. um, you can go to it and check out the story at productionpledge.com. And um, it on there, it's a Kickstarter, uh, 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 plat it's on the Kickstarter platform. And we made a video that really, uh, I mean, your viewers aren't really going to find out anything new because uh, of this, of this conversation, but it, there's a video on there that really shows, you know, everything that we've been through and, and, um, basically says that, you know, we've got the, we've got about 70% of the pre-production filming done. Okay. Uh, the only part that we have to do is we have to, we have to get in the truck and we got to travel around and go to these families and film that part. There's a couple other spots of the shop that we want to, we want to close up, but we're about 70, 75% done with the pre-production. Okay. I had no idea how much post-production costs. Right. Uh, the post-production costs are, we think that they're going to be somewhere between a hundred and 130, maybe $140,000 for, uh, that. We have a great partner in that, uh, Fire Tribe, um, that uh, Brandon Wasserberger is, is, he's come on as a consultant for the show. So I'll call him a couple times a week and say, hey, what's the best way to shoot this? Or what's the best way to shoot that? And um, he's not just teaching me how to use a camera properly, but he's teaching me the right angles and the right lighting and how to get the right sound so that we can send it up to him. Uh, and uh, it's going to make the production the post-production part a little bit easier on those guys to get the cost down. So we are asking for the public for their help to go uh, to uh, uh, productionpledge.com and uh, share it, uh, make a pledge if you can, um, and uh, help us get this story out. The the story now we do want to do. We have th we have three episodes planned. This one is just for the first episode. Maybe okay. we can. Uh, maybe our 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 Kickstarter is successful enough that we can fund all three. Um, we'd love for that to happen. Um, but eventually we want to do three episodes where uh, the second, the first one is we're going to focus on our uh, story and we're going to highlight six of our favorite customers. The second one is we're going to highlight a bunch more customers, uh, a bunch of the businesses uh, and um, really kind of dive deep into what the American flag, why people buy it, why they want it in their home, why they want it in their business, um, what's happened after. I mean, we have um, we had a John Deere uh, 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 dealer that put the flag in their dealership and spontaneously the first after we installed it that day, somebody came in and bought a tractor and he's like, hey, can I take a picture in front of your flag? So now that's become a thing at that dealer is that when they sell a tractor, they take a picture in front right. of that flag. <laughs> so um, there's a there's the second the second episode is going to be, you know, really highlighting the customers. Um, then um, the last episode is that we're going to go to other companies that have been canceled 
and we're going to get their stories out. One of the stories is one of our newest sponsors of the show is Tannerite. And man, Dan Tanner, if you want to hear a cancel culture story that'll blow your mind, the government has been going after. Now, I don't know if your audience knows what Tannerite is. Tan, most people have seen it, but they don't know what it is. It's if you've ever seen on TV someone shoot a target that um, that goes boom, that's Tannerite. You're shooting Tannerite when 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 you see that on TV. Uh, and uh, so I called Dan and asked, "Hey, look, we want to." We want to have a segment on our in our documentary that we are going to call Boom Time. And uh, he said, all right, well, what's that? I said, well, all these companies that have canceled us, we're going to put their logo <laughs> on a can of Tannerite and we're going to blow their logo up. And then we're going to ask the public that if you've been put in Facebook jail or your company has been canceled or or anyway been banned or anything like that, post about it tag us in it and then we, if facebook did it we're going to put in your post we're going to show us blowing up the facebook logo if it was shopify that did it we'll blow up That's the shopify great. logo <laughs> it's paypal we'll blow up the paypal I love logo it. The company. <laughs> yeah. so we're going to make this is in in we want to add a little bit of levity the the show is going to be very serious but we want to have a, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff in it that we're going to add in that um eh, just kind of us being goofy on the pro i mean heck we live in tennessee if I were to think about doing something like that in California, I think I'd be arrested. Right. But in Tennessee, you know, the, the sheriff will come over here and he'll shoot it. Right. <laughs> it's completely different. Right. So we get to have, this is just my way of kind of having fun with it. And uh, rather than being out there spreading a bunch of hate through words and posting, you know, what, you know, kind of is in my heart sometimes, uh, which isn't good. But uh, instead, I'll have a little bit of fun shooting those targets. And then um, we're not, what we're not going to do in this show is be negative. Big tech puts enough of that BS out there. They put right. all this hate and then they say we're hateful. They do all, they, they, they put enough hate out there. So what we're going to do is we're going to put prayer and love and I acceptance love and put a twist on it. We're not going to let them turn us into them. Right. We're going to maintain who we are and kind of put a message of love out there, no matter how much they cancel us, no matter how much they put us in Facebook jail, no matter how much they <laughs> try to shadow ban us. Right. We're not going to get angry. We're just going to tell the truth. And hopefully the, the public is going to react to it in a positive way. Want to support us and go to places like Public Square and support other patriotic companies who love this country that may or may not have been canceled. But um, you don't. Another thing is that a lot of people, they don't get involved until they have been canceled. 100 percent. That's a big problem. you got to support the companies and move away from these companies who I mean, why do people want to put their money in a company that hates them? That, well, that's why I mentioned that, that company second vote. Them. That's exactly why we need to support yeah, each I other mean, at this point. I'm going to get on, I'm going to go check out second vote today. That sounds like a great company too. My, my experience with public square, all of these companies, if you build a business with that model that, Hey, look, let's bring people together. We need to support those companies. We need to support those businesses. I don't, you know, if it's public square or second vote, whoever it is, we need to support those people. Unlike these big tech companies who are saying, Hey, if you don't think like us, if you don't say it, how we say it right. and exactly yeah. how we say it, you're canceled. We don't want you. And you you can't even differ a little bit with these guys. You have to be 
absolutely 100% on board with everything they say. Otherwise, they cancel you. You're not allowed to think for yourself in any degree at all. And that's what we've got to change. So uh, I guess Second Vote is one of those companies. Public Square, my experience, is a great company. They have, I could not tell you how supportive. I talk with Christina over at Public Square every single week, usually multiple times a week on, you know, how can I, uh, you know, where, what market should I be putting my flag into? I'll even ask her, hey, do you think this post is good? Before I'll post something, do you think this post is good? Does this, you know, how does this read? And she's always there for me. And Michael Seifer has been extremely responsive. Sebastian Harris over there has been, I, I mean, everybody there, uh, when I make a phone call to them, they always take the call. And I'm a tiny little, tiny little business, but that's what they're building their business on is helping all the little guys that right. don't have anybody there to help them. That's right. They're there. We need their, their help for, cause they're our voice in a lot of places. Um, how can people find you, James? What were, were your websites or give us where people can support you at this point? Well, you can, uh, uh, currently, if you really want to support the show, go to productionpledge.com. If you'd like to buy a flag, uh, you can go to youramericanflagstore.com. And uh, we have about 100 flags to choose from. If you don't see one that you like on the website, give us a call, shoot us out a text or uh, an email or uh, contact us on any one of our social medias. We're, all, we're just about everywhere. And if you have an idea that you don't see on our website, let us know. We will make it for you. Anything we, we have not been able to uh, make a flag. We've had, I don't geez, 50, maybe 70, 75 flags where, they were very, very custom, very unique to a very uh, uh, specific person's needs. And uh, we nail it every time. We go, So that process works. It's very unique. We, The person will tell us what they want. Uh, my wife will work up a digital model of it, send it to them, see if that's what they want. Uh, as soon as they approve the artwork, and if they have to go back two or three, four times, we, we go back and forth, make all the corrections they want. As soon as we get it how they want it, um, they will see exactly what they're going to get before we make their one of a kind flag. Wow. That's great. Well, I, I thank you so much for your, your time is valuable. And I know that, and you're getting pulled all over the place. So I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today because we're here to help each other. And, um, you have a great, great story, which is the American dream story is what, what I really call it. So um, I really Thanks, want man. to thank you today. Um, you're keep up the good fight and uh, send me all the, um, you know, for the pledge for production pledge.com. Send that to me yep. and I will put it in the show notes and rumble uh, because pretty much I am now only posting my videos on rumble because of talking about being canceled. I can't really, be be on, I can't be on YouTube anymore. It's at least on my, on this message, it's too conservative for them. So you know, I uh, I go on Rumble and I'll put those show notes for people to click on that link at the bottom of Rumble and then they can go and support you and find you. And folks, really just just keep following James's story because it, it is the American dream. And James, you're you're awesome. And um, I will be up in Harriman one day as I head my way out to go. You know, Fourth of July, man. Fourth of July. Uh, that's you know, I may want to take you up on that. Absolutely. We're not too far. We're about a couple hours from each other. Yeah, we're um, offering this... tickets for pledges on the uh, on the uh, Kickstarter. You can get VIP passes to it. 
And at that party, we have a 40-minute private fireworks show. We have bands that are going to be playing. Uh, we have a local congressman that's going to be here. Uh, we're working on getting uh, the governor here. Um, it's going to be a patriotic party that uh, hopefully families that join us will come back for years to come. That's a Well, you have the facility at this point, which is great. Um, it's awesome. I, uh, I appreciate it. We will be in touch. And um, again, thank you so much uh, for taking the time today. Um, we really appreciate it here. Thanks, Guys, I Dave. hope you enjoyed this, this podcast. And until next time, Dave Markowitz, Find Freedom Network. And uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye now. Hey, everyone. Dave Markowitz here, part of the Find Freedom Podcast Network. And I hope you enjoy today's interview with James Stockey of Your American Flag Store and his fight to... Uh, to battle the um, cancel culture that's been going on. So he's got a great story and thanks so much for watching that part of the podcast. As always, at the end of my show, I reach out and post about a company that I uh, wanna give a shout out to that is a freedom loving company and uh, that's doing a lot of great work uh, in the country at this point. So today I wanna reach, uh, just give a shout out to a company called Second Vote. Second Vote was founded by Dr. David Black. Um, they do research and expose what retailers uh, are doing with your dollars. Um, so they take action by learning what the top retailers are doing in terms of the funding when they get your money and they take that money and send it out to, um, you know, like ESG type type of stuff, that stuff that doesn't align with your values. Um, and they have a whole system and, um market you know analysis and data that shows where your money is going to and how these companies such as target as one example is doing with your money uh, to fund woke agenda so second uh, second votes mission is to stop companies and organization from funding the attack on traditional american values so uh, i will have a link uh, in the actual podcast so you can go and check it out i highly highly recommend you guys um, check it out. It's an amazing thing that they're doing. And the data that they're accumulating um, regarding these companies is just astonishing. So um, again, great, great thing that they're doing for this country. So it's second vote. Please go out and check them out. And again, thanks uh, for watching and listening today. And until next time, I'm Dave Markowitz, the host of the Find Freedom Podcast Network. And I appreciate you all and have a great rest of your day. Bye now.